Hello beautiful souls and welcome to the Deep and Meaningfuls podcast with me, Nina Bubamara. And in this episode, I would love us all to land back in love. This episode is here to really explore what and how we navigate through the shadow aspects of our humankind, our species, the world that we live in, structures and the systems and what is being shown to us when we face huge global shifts and What's really important is to recognize that when the external things are happening, self-inquiry invites us to witness also what is happening in the internal and to notice what is being mirrored at us and to notice where we need to cultivate more compassion, less judgment, less separateness less division, less of a war within. And it is when these heightened times occur and they have been heightened certainly over the last few years. It's so important to know your inner world while we navigate challenges in the outer world. Because ultimately, we will face the shadow aspects of ourselves and they will come up and out and we will either project that onto the other people, the people around us, or we can raise our awareness to it and create spaces and places where we can release and move through the challenging emotions and equally recognize that there is also real suffering real human suffering happening and they are experiencing true terror and injustice and sacrifice and they do not have the privilege of navigating those challenging emotions. They are in survival mode and we must pray. So I would like to end this podcast on a prayer, an intuitive prayer that that hopefully we can do together as a collective and land back in love. But before that, I really just want to touch on how the shadow aspects of our society are bringing up emotions and how we can alchemize those emotions for ourselves, for our own healing. Because the truth is that if we want to pray for peace, if we stand for world peace, if we stand for freedom, if we stand for love, and yet 
we are not able to access those places within ourselves, if we are not moving in the direction of inner peace, if we are not moving in the direction of self-love, if we are not moving in the direction of facing our own internal fear, facing our own systems of control, if we're not facing our own systems of inner violence, then we too are part of the old paradigm which is why these history repeats itself which is why these cycles come back around and we are in one of those cycles right now and ultimately it's happening for us to witness and see and feel and the truth is is that the feelings need to be felt and that is what it is to lead a heart-led life is to feel the different feelings and often we want to push away the painful feelings and we want to put them into a box or we want to avoid or we're very good at also subconsciously distracting our lives being very busy doing a lot to distract ourselves from the uncomfortable feelings and the hardest thing to do is to feel the sadness, feel the grief, feel the heartbreak, feel the anger, feel the rage and allow that to be honored and allow it to be sacred but allow it to be released and that is healing. You know when the body heals often certain symptoms can show up in the body that can be painful or they can create discomfort, irritation, but that itself is the healing process. And similarly, our internal well-being, our emotional, mental, spiritual health is part of the same system and in order to cross the bridge towards self-love, towards love, towards joy, towards peacefulness, the bridge often requires walking through the uncomfortable sensations of why we weren't there in the first place, where the sadness has come from, where the war within has started, why are we fighting with ourselves? What makes us feel angry? What makes us feel frustrated? And not meeting that with shame or blame or, or judgment. And that is the mirror. Because if we are meeting this external war or the other wars or the many things that have happened before the many many different ways in which the shadow aspects of society come forward and are, are shown to us through our screens we we can very easily shame or blame or judge Externally, it's very easy to do because other people are doing it. The headlines are doing it. 
the news reporters are doing it. So it's very easy for us to also do it, which is what perpetuates this sort of internal language also. And just recognizing that is the path and the bridge towards towards healing, towards becoming peace, towards becoming love. So I wanna share some of the sensations I experienced over the past few days and how I processed and moved through rage. And it is not common for me to experience such intense sensations inside my body. And yet they arose without outside of my control. Anger was there and rage was there. And I was ultimately in the process of grief. And one of the parts of the process of grief is, is anger and to feel angry. And of course you could sort of justify, you can be angry at the world for what is happening, angry that lives are being lost, angry that there is such unrest and terror and fear and then zooming out even further into all the systems of oppression. And I went there, I went there. <laughs> and I then went right in, zoomed right in, and that was being projected into my own life, into my relationship, into the way that I was projecting that out. In the argument, in the fight to be right, to be seen, to be heard, to be able to express the full bodiedness of the emotions that I was experiencing. And yes, there is a time when emotion needs to be expressed and move through us. And so that for me was exactly what was happening in that moment. It was like, these feelings need to be expressed. But without awareness, then we are just projecting it and pointing fingers and looking for external reasons for, for that internal feeling. And I had to catch myself because I was yelling at Chris, at my partner, and I was, I was, I was, oh, I was just enraged, outrageous in my, my action, in my disposition. There was so much there, I was really so frustrated at not being understood, not being, not being met with where I was, 
not being supported in the way I felt I needed. But ultimately, it was a direct mirror of what I was also feeling and sensing into because of what was going on and taking on that energy. And at this same moment, I'm having an out-of-body experience. I'm able to witness Nina in that moment projecting and I recognize that the, that the emotion of rage needed to be released, needed to move through me. And creating sacred space for these emotions to move through us is exactly what I teach and hold space for. So whether that's intentional spaces for crying, when we revisit the pain points of ourselves or in a child and we meet back with those tender spaces, that vulnerability, often when the emotion arises, being able to sit with those parts of ourselves and create intentional spaces for tears to flow, for the grief to come. Grief is essential to our human experience. But at this point, I hadn't reached the tears. There was just energy in my throat and my womb. And with that, I had an inner call from Mother Nature. And we are so blessed to live by the sea. And it was late. It was quite late at night and it was dark, but I knew I had to get down to the beach. And my intuition said go roar into the ocean and when I got down there I felt like picking up rocks which I now call rage rocks and I was launching them into the sea roaring with every single one each rock was a different size and every single rock represented something that I felt angry for something that I felt angry for in my close reality and externally and with every single rock I felt relief with every single rock being thrown I felt energy moving through me with every single rock I felt lighter I felt more space I felt more inside my body. I felt more responsible for myself. I felt more empowered. I felt more connected. I felt more love land. And I felt held and supported and not judged and not shamed and not criticized. And I felt safe to express that sacred rage. Mother nature and the ocean could hold that for me. And I watched every single rock go, you know, splash and kind of ripple into the 
into the waves and I realized the impact of that energy that those ripple effects of my energy and how the impact that that has on the on the people around me just like the impact of the bombs being dropped just like the impact of a video that's made that we see across social media that impacts us but we too have to recognize that there is a whole system and structure in place for all of that to happen and the impact that that has on us and the ripple effect that that has on us and actually it's kind of like whoa like that has power over me it has kind of this power over me it it takes our power away i recognize that when i'm in that place of rage and anger and sure feeling it but you feel you can feel your power is being taken away it's like the reactive energy you're out of responsibility of yourself you're out of control with yourself and ultimately coming back to our center coming back to power coming back to love means that the the significance and the intensity we can hold and we can meet and honor the lies that need to be honored and we can show up and we can be useful and just as every single rock hit the sea top I recognized that my energy that It's sort of attacking energy. That is not useful. That is not me being in my power, me being responsible. And I was giving my power away. But creating the space to allow those emotions to move through me to be witnessed, to be met without shame, was so healing, was so essential. And gradually the rocks became smaller I could feel the expressions of anger and rage moving away. And I could feel the power and the love come back and ultimately the processes of creating space to release it's not like an instant switch that's gonna 
make it all go away. There is no quick fixes. There is no quick fix. And it is process. But it is honoring and creating space for the process. That is so, so important. Because following that process of rage and anger, I moved into the next phase of the grief cycle and felt sadness and surrender like I didn't know what I had to give and I allowed that to be too And beyond that, beyond that, moved into more acceptance. And recognizing that heartbreak and grief We are human. And these expressions of our human experience are are what living a life is. Experiencing it fully is to grieve and mourn, is to feel a heart break and learning how to hold it in sacredness and not push it away. And so the process is that it too can show up and come back in different ways. But ensuring that as it does, we can practice acceptance. because it will pass. So, whatever internal or external wars you are navigating, whatever shadow aspects of our society weigh heavy on your heart, whatever shadow aspects of yourself are weighing heavy on your heart. Know, know that they can be navigated through and alchemized. Know that you can return to love. Know that you can heal. And know that it is a process. 
And just like Mother Nature called me, let her call you. Let her hold you. And sometimes we need to ask for our loved ones if they can hold us. And we can say, I need to have an intentional cry, (laughs) which I've said before to my loved ones. (laughs) I need to go and have an intentional cry. Can I have the space to do that? And by shifting the way we feel about that and meeting those parts of ourselves with compassion means that we can hold that space for others too. And we have to zoom out even further and look at the world and find some level of compassion for the people causing or creating or being enmeshed in the systems that are causing suffering. Because hurt people hurt people, very hurt people hurt a lot of people. And we might never understand fully these systems that we live in. But in order to change, we really do need to go inward and focus on that change within. And for now, we pray and if it feels good for you I would invite you to close your eyes wherever you are take these few minutes to pray with me Pray for the collective. To pray for the path that we walk together. Individually and as a human species, as a humankind. All lives truly matter. And if it feels good for you, place your hand on your heart or in prayer or on your belly. Take a deep breath. 
and land inside your body. We pray for the lives that have been lost at the hands of fear-based systems, at the hands of power and greed and generational old trauma And we pray for those souls who create separateness, who believe division and destruction is a way to lead. We pray that love can land in their heart. We pray that they see peace as a pathway. To soothe and ease the suffering of the innocent people and the suffering within themselves. We pray that we can hold and open and stay open, keep our hearts soft and allow the challenging emotion to move through us. We pray not to harden, not to put our walls up. We pray to come back to our heart. We pray for the people who are impacted by the ripple effects of the shadows in our society. We pray for those who have little. Who do not have food or shelter. We pray for those who have been impacted by natural disaster. Who have lost their homes. Who have to seek refuge. We pray for the people 
who lead very challenging lives by serving their countries. and carrying out unimaginable, challenging daily protocols, making decisions that possibly go against their humanity, their humility, and their sense of human spirit. We pray that their hearts soften. And for whatever reason, there is hardness and evil and fear-based action. We pray that this too softens and warms We pray for the children all over the world. The new generations who deserve new ways of leadership, new ways of power, new ways of living, new ways of health and well-being. We pray that we are able to come together in our human spirit And know that we are here as a mirror of each other, beyond the borders, beyond the beliefs, way beyond the division. We pray for change. We pray for healing, the healing of the planet, the healing of the people. We pray for change in the systems and structures that keep us oppressed, that keep us small, that keep us feeling powerless. These systems must dismantle.
And in order for them to dismantle, we must see them. And we must see ourselves. We must see our true selves. And remember who we are. And we remember that we can return to love. And remember we can return to peace. We pray for peace. We pray for love. And we pray that we can come back to this place in every moment that the ripples of the shadow try and pull us in the directions of fear and hopelessness or help, helplessness. And remember we cannot stand for peace and love from that place that does not serve us. And we are here to serve. We pray to be of service to one another. our humankind, seeing one another in our difference, in our circumstance, and let that land inside your being. And come back into your body. And gently take some breaths and open your eyes and look around you. Notice how you feel. I feel a deep sense of connection and oneness and unity inside my soul. Hmm. I hope you do too. Thank you for listening to 
this episode of Deeper Meaningfuls podcast. And please connect with me and go gently and remember it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. Let it be felt. <laughs>